Hey, what's up? Ron here, coming at you with another episode of my daily podcast. Uh, this is actually, what episode is this? I'm going to check now. But today I want to give you, as usual, uh, just a quick update on what I've been doing, uh, how life has been in the last couple of days, I suppose. This is episode 169, it seems. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. Um, so I've been doing a lot of things. The thing is, I had a bit of a challenging I would say a week or two um, with the whole uh, lockdown situation and the virus and everything. I find that my working hours moved a bit um, and I started going to bed too late, waking up too late, uh, which is something that is fun in, in the short term, but doesn't really work that well for me. So I had a couple of rough days where I just, whenever I'm not as productive as I could be, uh, I don't enjoy it at all. I feel bad about it. And um, that's it's so funny how my motivation actually comes from my productivity a lot of the time. It's not even necessarily what I finished, but as long as I know that I'm doing something, I'm doing, well, obviously it's better to do something that's, uh, you know, meaningful and important. Almost dropped my cup of tea on my face. <laughs> but in any case, uh, it's important, of course, to do something that's also meaningful. Uh, but to me, it, as long as I'm actually doing something, I feel good. And many times that I don't, uh, I don't feel good. Uh, so I was surprised to be able to yesterday achieve a pretty nice, uh, I'd say, amount of work. Finish a nice amount of work. Uh, and as we're nearing the end of the month, it's time to start concluding everything and making sure I finished all the main stuff. Uh, two of the main things that I had to finish, and this will be a good topic for the, po- the, the episode in general, just a March and kind of concluding it. Uh, a couple of the main things I wanted to work on is to start planning out my upcoming courses. Uh, I have two, one that's free and one that's going to be paid. The free course is about how to simplify in watercolor. It's something I talked about on YouTube, did a couple of videos, asked for advice ask for topics, for things people seem to struggle with. And that's been very good. The feedback has been really helpful. A sip of my tea. So yeah, the the feedback for that was really good. Um, And then the other course is going to be on values and colors. And that's going to be a kind of a continuation to my existing frustration-free watercolor course. So just like I did uh, several courses on drawing, now it's the time to do the same for painting. Business-wise, if you're interested in the business side of art, uh, this means that I'm doing a that I'm offering a product, which is a frustration-free watercolor course. And as soon as someone purchases that, I give them an additional offer for another product, usually cheaper. That's going to be this one, the next one I'm doing. Um, it's just good practice to when someone makes a purchase, offer them something else, preferably at a better price. Not always that'll be the case, but you know if you can do that, that's great. Um, it's not about making uh, as much money as possible. It's actually a good opportunity to solve more problems for the for the customer. That's how I view it. My courses are really the more I grow as an artist and just as a person, the more I'm able to make my courses. Um, true problem solvers. The last one, the frustration-free watercolor uh, course was really that, and I'm so happy about it. And I get good feedback, so it looks like it's working. Um, So 
so yeah, that's one of the main tasks I had for March to start planning these out. I was successful at it. I'm also working for another art on another two articles for uh, the same magazine I published in last year, uh, Leisure Painter. It's a British uh, painting magazine. So uh, I did two articles last year, and this time I'm doing two more. Um, and uh, sorry, did I do one? I think I did one. Uh, no, sorry, I did two, two <laughs> in 2019, and now uh, another two. So I have some time, but I finished the first one this month, which is good, including all the artwork and everything. Um, so that was pretty nice. Uh, now, regardless, most of my tasks are repetitive stuff. It's like posting the YouTube videos, paintings, doing things that repeat themselves, doing these kinds of podcast episodes. It's very repetitive um, tasks in a way. Because that's just work, you know, when you're building something around, you know, whatever, business. And even if you're just an employee or some, wherever, like any job is filled with repetitive everyday tasks. Uh, so that's most of the stuff. Now, a couple of things I've been thinking about. I feel like the gap between my perception of my skill and my skill has become large, meaning... It's the time of my career that so far, this is the time where I'm most aware of just how much I have to improve. I don't know if my improvement slowed down or, um, or hmm, I don't know whether my improvement slowed down or my perception of how good I am has improved greatly, but the gap has grown. So right now, I feel and see and sense all of my mistakes, which I kind of hate. Um, I think my vision improved greatly, and I'm now able to visualize things better, imagine things that are more high quality. So now the the challenge is how do I translate it to actual paintings? Um, and I feel like it's, you know, I talked about it being in a plateau and breaking through it had a, a, a small breakthrough, which was really significant for me, actually. But there is still something missing that I'm not sure what it is. I'm not that worried about it because honestly, I, I can't do too much about it. All I can do is spend a lot of time painting which is eaten away by the manga, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But all I can do is just spend time painting. You can't really will yourself into being better. I think there is going to be a time where I'll spend a long, like for a month or so, spend a long time just painting every week. Um, Because this gap is annoying, and I see a lot of other artists, and I'm like, this is really good. That's the level I aspire to, but I know I'm not there. Um, so yeah, to some people, they may look at my paintings and think to themselves that it's amazing. It's, you know, perfect mastery. I, because I get these comments, I, I'm, I am in disagreement with them, but I, I do, uh, accept them and I'm very grateful for them. I get these, um, comments and messages saying, yeah, yeah, I mastered the medium, but I know that's not true. There's a long way to go, a really long way to go. So if I have to be very blunt about it, I'd say I'm at seven out of 10, which is really good. It's definitely good enough to teach. It's good enough to inspire. It's good enough to be a level above, uh, the, the, I think the majority of people. And it's just a matter of experience. I've been painting very, um, very, um, extensively, let's say for the last couple of years, um, spending a lot of time painting. Um, but I know that to get to that next, you know, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, if that's even possible. Um, and when I say 10 out of 10, it's not perfect, because again, I don't believe you ever reach a final destination, but it's just being really at the edge of your skills. Um, so I know that to get there will take a lot of work, like a serious amount of work, 
sweat, tears, and, and just a lot of painting. I think a lot of painting outside could be also a lot of painting in nature. I think it'll require a lot of these things. Um, and I don't know exactly what will bring me to those levels, but I know that all I can do is keep doing what I'm doing, which is improve more and more and more and work on it one step at a time. Work on every technique one step at a time. Work, you know. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's a matter of not doing the same thing to get a different result or, you know, what got you to this point won't get you to the next. Not so sure about that uh, because I think some things are evergreen. Um, I will say painting more outside will be huge. It's just a bit of a problem right now uh, with the whole quarantine lockdown. Uh, But that's definitely something that will help. And as soon as I am able to do that, I'll try doing much more of that. Um, Now, another topic, the manga, always. I have to update you on that as well. Um, So I've I've made some really good progress on building the characters up. Um, I'm probably about... 30% 30% done with this stage just because there are a lot of characters. I finished the villain character um, really elaborating on uh, their backstory. Well, I can say his backstory, his, because <laughs> I know uh, his uh, history and some other interesting things. And I fleshed out some of the other main characters. I do think I still have like four or five or six main characters and then at least like a 10 secondary characters and then maybe some general one-time characters too. Um, and then regardless, I'm not going to paint all of them, but I do need to define most of them and, and give them personality and give them, you know, kind of life. Then what I have to do is start writing, obviously, the story itself, the script, based on the, the general trajectory I've had so far. One thing I did um, make a decision to do is use the current trajectory and story beats I have as a guideline. I'm going to allow myself to break free of them and use them as a loose reference to the story I want to tell. But the story is going to develop quite a bit. And you know what's funny? This is actually an interesting insight. So let me go into that for a few minutes. Um, one of the things I noticed is first I wrote the stages of the story. This happens, then this happens, and this happens, like five or six s- steps. Very general. Very, very general. Like the beginning of the story, inciting incidents, um, stakes go higher, there's um, um, like a showdown kind of thing, and then conclusion, something like that. Then I started developing it into clearer, maybe around nine steps. Okay, And within every step, I wrote a paragraph explaining it. Then I wrote the actual full story beats. And that's for every step, for every beat out of the nine beats, I have a long explanation. So maybe 10 plus paragraphs at least of everything that happens in this part. Some of them are 20 paragraphs long. Every paragraph is like another scene, if you will, or another occurrence. Uh, So that's maybe between 10 to 20 paragraphs long. That's really elaborate. Now, here's the huge insight I had. When I looked at the elaborated story and compared it to the general story beats, the very quick ones I made first, there's a lot of things that the there was no way that I would have realized are going to be there in the previous step. A lot of things have changed greatly. Even though the trajectory is similar, a lot of things have actually changed, completely changed. Even um, characters' personalities, some of them had to go through modifications to fit the, the elaborated story. 
So my point is you cannot really know exactly how you're going to tell the story from start to finish, in my opinion. You need to put to create this kind of a table of contents, if you will. In my case, it's story beats, nine steps of the story. And then you just start writing the story and let the, the characters and the developments take you where they have to. So kind of a like discovery writing, if you will. Um, but I'm not that. I do need a lot of a, a, a big plan up front. But after I have the plan, I can go on and let the characters explore things. And then I can refer to the plan and see how much I sway away from it. Or when I may leave it and then return to it. Okay, so the, the, the main point is with... Okay, looking just at the initial table of contents, I could never have gotten to the same insights I had from the more elaborated story. So now the same thing will probably happen. I'll start writing the actual script and realize that a lot of the things I wrote on the previous step are good, but will have to change. So it's funny how you have to move on to the next step in order to correct the previous one, in a way. Uh, I can't just now correct the story beats more and more and more and then go, ah, this is perfect. No, I'll actually have to write the thing down and then realize, oh, so this doesn't make as much sense once I fully explore this scenario. I'm going to go back to my story beat and fix it. Or I'll just leave it as is and just remember, you know, that that I need to fix it. So that's the kind of thing that... um, that I learned. It's really like you cannot fix the current step without moving on to the next, which is really a weird uh, thing to have in mind because the inner perfectionist wants to correct what's at hand, but it doesn't work like that. You use that to get to the next stage and then um, retro retroactively or retrospectively you correct the previous stage. Um, so basically, if you want the short story of it, um, it's that I'll have to start writing the actual script in order to figure out a story. Um, and then we have the whole drawing stage, which is huge. So, you know, who knows? That, that'll that take some time to get to and work towards. Uh, but overall, I'm happy with how things are developing. Um, I'm, I'm working on every day optimizing the balance. So I'm never really happy with what I got done, but I know it's inevitable. Like today and yesterday and the day before, I did what I could, you know. Uh, I can't imagine how I would be able to do more. And I think I raised very early on in my career, I raised a very high standard, a very high bar of what I want uh, to achieve every day. And I tried sticking to it and I actually succeeded. But life gets more demanding, obviously. Um, And the more things I do... It's very hard to stay at that same level. And I, and the funny thing is, I feel like I am staying in the same level. It's just getting harder and harder. So maybe it's not the right thing to expect of myself the same thing I expected six years ago when I got started, you know? It's just some things to think about. Um, because I do add more and more. I used to be really one-track-minded. When I got started, all I did was write the books, which turned out to be a really good decision because they went on to become really successful. But still... Um, that was the only thing I was doing. And these days I do a bunch of stuff and I post a whole lot of content and I share a lot of my insights. And those are the things that help me uh, to make a living, to get to people, to sell courses, sell books. These are the things that keep the business alive. With that, can I expect the same, you know, finishing all the things I previously finished plus the new things? I don't know. That's debatable. Probably not. So this is it. (laughs) I'm going to conclude this one about 15 minutes. Nice, nice long episode. I hope I could accompany you today in this 
um, lovely, here it's at least sunny and a bit warm, uh, quarantine lockdown day, I hope actually, I don't know, I hope the situation where you are is nice and you're not stuck inside, but if you are, uh, it's it's for a good cause, I suppose, so uh, hopefully you stay healthy and stay safe, let me know your thoughts, you can contact me in any way, shape or form, Instagram, you know, just visit my website, liranyan.com, L-I-R-O-N-Y-A-N.com, and you get all the ways to contact me. I'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, and with that being said, let's wrap it up. We'll talk again real soon.